it's only natural to be overly positive. Uh, and I was probably overly positive when I made that decision. And, 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 and maybe only if you are that positive will you actually do something as crazy as, as going off and trying to battle it out on your own. Um, it's really hard. I mean, there's, and, and that's something that can get the better of some people um, and some people just keep on, 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 on going. I, I used to describe myself as a virus. I was like, I'm a virus, I'm just never going away. Welcome to 14 Minutes of SaaS, the show where you can listen to the stories and opinions of founders of the world's most remarkable SaaS scale-ups. Part two of a three-part mini-series with Andrew Mullaney, former CTO and co-founder of Newswhip. Is recession a great time to start a business? Why is Dublin an amazing hub and community for startups? What's the one question he'll always ask an interviewee? He's about to tell us that. And why startups are not good for your finances. You live and work in Dublin, close to where I live and work. Uh, I'm in the Silicon Docks here in this beautiful Georgian square here in this magnificent house. How, what do you think of Dublin as a place to build a business? Um, well, I mean, I built it during the recession. And I'm not sure if it was Dublin or it was a recession, but a recession is a great time to build a business. The people are open to opportunities, people are trying things. Uh, you can get staff, you can get properties. Um, so I think, uh, I, I still think it's a great place. I think it's getting more challenging. You know, there's a huge amount of influx of large and small corporations. Uh, one thing I will say is the support here is is very very strong, you know, yeah. and I'm talking direct support like Enterprise Ireland, but even the loose support like right down to universities, um, um, uh, startup bodies. Um, it's small enough that everybody knows each other and helps each other. There's a really good vibe about it, um, so I personally really enjoyed it. Um, I wonder what it would be like now as things are getting really hot. You know, I'm sure it would be challenging, but. You know that that that's just that that's the same everywhere. Be it New York, San Francisco, and you know Dublin was a little hidden gem. So, I, I really I really hope that we can you know we can see some some Ireland really getting onto the big stage. I think we deserve it. Me too. Me too. Um, what drives you to do what you do? So I think I remember when I went and I left Accenture and they they gave me they, it was given a voluntary redundancy package and I was like you know I was, I was 24 so I was like I could just tear <laughs> off around the world. You know, and I'd done that once or twice, and I just thought, you know what, it's not really that challenging. It's, 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 um, I, I, and then God, did I, did, did I get a challenge? <laughs> you know, easy deals wasn't easy, and I tell you, it was a lot harder than I expected. So I definitely got what I wanted. But, you know, startups are challenging, and things that are challenging are rewarding. And uh, it's very rewarding to do it with the other people as well. You get this kind of combined team effort. I was very fond of team sports when I was younger. And um, you know, to achieve that in a business professional world, it's just, it's, 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 it's something you can't put money on, really. And I, I really think most entrepreneurs aren't driven by the financial reward. I, I always say that if, you, if you're going into entrepreneurship for financial gain, you're financially insane. If you had a piece of advice or a couple of pieces of advice to give to somebody thinking of walking away from uh, whatever it is they're doing or 
somebody just coming into the market for the first place and want to build a business or go start a business, yeah. what would you say? Well, if, you talk, if you're thinking about walking away, I'd definitely say, you know, if you've got the itch, it's not going to go away. And I realize that myself. And, you know, get out and give it a shot. You know, you, you can always go back and get your job, I assume, you know. Um, so just do it. Just bite the bullet or, or don't and then forget about it. You know, but don't <laughs> sit in the middle and torture yourself. Once you've done it, one thing I do see a lot of is that people are adamant about their particular idea. Um, and that this is going to be successful for this reason. And, and before they even kind of measure up the opportunity or, or, or the data around it or other ideas, they're, they're kind of halfway down the line. And I always say to people in that situation, I say, do you want to be successful or do you want this idea to be successful? Because there's a huge difference. And, and it's back to my early days with Easy Deals. You know, you got to say, look, it's not working. And just because it's not working doesn't mean I'm not working. I can let it go and I can move on again. In fact, I can let it go, I can take all the learnings and move on, and then I'm better equipped. And, and, and I think that's when you're really okay with the failure. That, that, that's, that's when you're kind of like, you know, and once, once you actually come around to that, it's liberating, you know, because you just, you just get it right, I'll try something, and if it doesn't work, I'll try something else. Andrew, you had a very international youth. Um, how did that come about, and how was it for you? Yeah, it's, so my dad, he, um, uh, he's, he's a doctor. He probably has, for a doctor, he kind of has an entrepreneurial streak in him in his own right, and it, it served him well. Um, but he also loved to travel. And uh, um, I mean, you have to, as a, as a doctor, you've got to get your training anyway. Um, and you basically have to leave Ireland because he's a surgeon. So we went to the States and he did his surgery there. And then we went to the Middle East, um, which was a mixture of a great opportunity for him, plus also, uh, the pay was better and of course Ireland back then was not the most wealthiest so we were we were paupers in, 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 in some ways so we lived in Riyadh Saudi Arabia um, which is yeah you know um, I don't know it's a, it, we could probably do a whole podcast on that alone but it, it was it restrictive it is yeah but for me it wasn't because as a kid it was grand you know sure. like the pools and lots of stuff but yeah you know women couldn't drive and there was no alcohol and there was um, uh, prayers five times a day where everyone had to go inside and uh, you know they publicly behead people in the center of the square yeah you never saw anything like that did you no but you no. can do it if you want to well, well, we weren't interested in oh, it no no of course not of course not yeah, yeah. but um, I mean it meant I had um, a very international youth I had and um, a, bit, a bit kind of like the startups as well you know um, you're, you're, you're meeting new people and when you're a kid you're kind of stuck to your friends but you know, I got quite used to making new friends, and uh, it's 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 you know, I've actually stayed in touch with them. The good thing with social media is you can actually meet these people, even though they could be continents away. Amazing. And so, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it was it was an interesting upbringing. wasn't wasn't the average one. Now I know you love team sports mm. and you played a bit, uh, or you may still play. I don't know. Uh, I'm so stiff right now because I was playing tag rugby last night. Really? <laughs> uh, wow! Fair play to you. <laughs> uh, that's that's really cool. Uh, tell us about the the sports you you love and that you played, and and does it impact on um, uh, how you do business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I played rugby. Um, I was a little bit small. I was actually a bit young for my year, but I loved it, and I still loved it. And I played it as an adult when I left school, um, much much to uh, my co-founder's uh, terror, because I'd come in with <laughs> black eyes and sometimes I couldn't walk. And once I dislocated my shoulder, which was obviously problematic. Um, but team sports for me, 
you don't you don't achieve like in business you don't achieve anything really on your own um, when you only talk about something considerable it, it's going to be a team effort and um, getting that dynamic down uh, is, 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 is something that uh, you know I think you inherently have if you play team sports and it's definitely something I looked to hire for as we scaled um, you know agile which would be the the, the, the development standard of choice pretty much now is, is based off um, flat uh, non-hierarchical team units actually based off rugby uh, hence the name scrum uh-huh. and uh, you know it requires people who think in a team way and and and, and I, I see that as a huge hugely attractive trait when I'm hiring and uh, this I this kind of there's a trick question I ask people actually which is um, described to me the the achievement that gives you most pride and most people think of what I'm asking is that I'm asking about them to present to me the best thing they've achieved but actually what I'm looking for is do they describe this in a singular focus or do they describe it in a team focus interesting because if they say it's like oh the time my team and I we won this cup uh, okay that's how this person thinks all oh, the time I came first in my class and it's not to say one is right or wrong some positions some leadership positions you're better as a solo um, but generally, when it comes to you know uh, achieving things, unit unit teams that are, co- operate very well together are, are what you're looking for. Very interesting. Um, I'm a huge rugby fan as well, so uh, and played in school. But um, people often romanticise uh, startups uh, and the startup world. Uh, I'm particularly thinking of um, maybe people I would have worked with in Salesforce or other larger companies. Um, well, it was tiny when it started, but when it became a larger company, um, you know, they, they, they have so many resources. I don't think they're fully aware of how blessed they are, and it would maybe motivate them to be through them into a startup for six months. But, you know, do people romanticize uh, what it is like to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think it's only natural to be overly positive. Uh, and I was probably overly positive when I made that decision. And, 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 and maybe only if you are that positive will you actually do something as crazy as, as going off and trying to battle it out on your own. Um, it's really hard. I mean, there's, and, and that's something that can get the better of some people um, and some people just keep on, 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 on going. I, I used to describe myself as a virus. I was like, I'm a virus, I'm just never going away. Um, and kind of a weird way of, of, of <laughs> that's a brilliant of, way <laughs> of, of, of justifying like just to stay at it you know you stay at it and it, something will come back your way um, and r- really if, 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 if people think it's going to be glorified or romanticized I think they're going to get washed out quick enough because it it's really it is hard and unless you unless you really believe true to your core I think about what you're doing um, I think most people cop out you know it, it's it, it, it doesn't even add up as a job. Most people add a job, right? how much am I getting paid? What is my role doing? When you go in to become um, starting up a company, it's more about moving your life. You, you, you represent this, everything about it becomes you. You take calls in the middle of the night if you had to, even though you haven't been paid for six months. Yeah. You know, um, it's a totally different attitude, but it's again, like I said before, it's, it's rewarding because it is so hard. And so if you get reward from those challenges, then it's, it's, it's you know, you don't work a day in your life. And, and I suppose the other side of that is um, that uh, if somebody is wired that way uh, and has that ability, um, it, you know, there must be so many that 
just made the decision not to do it and you, you're probably internally beating yourself up mm. uh, for decades afterwards without maybe even without realizing it yeah I think a lot of it comes down to actually how people like to be recognized um, and I, I noticed this as I became an employer afterwards because when you employ people you have to make sure you recognize them for their work or they become demotivated and leave which is makes sense you yeah. know um, if you intrinsically have an entrepreneurship streak in you, the, the type of recognition you get from, from a, a classical job may not really cut it for you. Um, because even though it's, it's somewhat uh, fostered, you know, whereas you want to try and make a real impact, one that you, you're still judging yourself, you know. And so um, I, think, I think that kind of what motivates people, like I mentioned it before, around you know, climbing a career structure ladder or kind of setting up your own goalposts and going after them. Um, you know, they're, they're two different things. You'll find people who are motivated by both and there's no right answer. Um, you just have to find the one that's right for you. In the next episode, the final part of this three-part series, Andrew will talk about how he handles distractions. He'll take us into his daily routine and he'll discuss why founders should nail down what it is that motivates them. You've been listening to 14 Minutes of SaaS. Thank you to Ketsu for music provided under a Creative Commons license. This episode was brought to you by me, Stephen Cummins. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to share it with your network, subscribe to the series, and give the show a rating.